Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Wednesday, and the Packers are off, uh, which is weird because they have a game on Monday, so their practice week doesn't really begin till tomorrow. But obviously they were on the practice field yesterday, kind of get back into the flow of things a little bit uh, prior to trying to get back into their routine Thursday through Saturday, travel on Sunday, and the game on Monday. Um, clearly there's a lot of news and information coming out of the locker room yesterday and the practice field covered a lot of it on Packer transplants last night. If you didn't see it, I highly recommend you do so. Um, one of the things that came about <laughs> my discussion with Corey is just the mess that the offensive line is in. And I thought about it a lot today and I was looking at, you know, tape from all four games and it's interesting that, you know, obviously Royce Newman as a substitute or a replacement for Elton Jenkins is a major issue. It's a monster step down, and I think it doesn't take a whole lot to see that, right? But if you're the play caller, if you're Matt LaFleur, you can work around that. Like a guard, one player, like, yes, we know what our deficiency is, and possibly, hopefully, maybe we can scheme around it a little bit. Like you can never completely avoid it. You're never going to just erase a position. It's part of the offense. you got to deal with it, right? But if it's one guy playing poorly, and you've got to have them out there for whatever reason, you, you can at least work around that or have a plan to, right? What I think is really kind of the hidden problem here, and it's a major one, is the inconsistency at center with Josh Myers. And look, I don't like to come on here and bash guys. It's not what I do. But I don't think it's very – I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here when I talk about the inconsistent play from Myers at the center position – if you're a play caller and you're thinking, okay, here are the things I can hang my hat on, or at least if I know I've got a weak spot in the line, at least I know how to operate and things I can call to try and mitigate that a little bit. But you're doing so thinking, okay, I've seen Josh play at a high level. I've seen him able to execute the concepts we're asking him to, right? But you never know what you're going to get with Josh, and that's kind of a a major issue when you're calling plays and trying to build something. And I just, it's so frustrating watching it because, I mean, I don't want to, he's still a young player and he's still hopefully developing, but man, he is in year three now. And there comes a time where it's like, is he a coach killer? Is he a guy who shows you and teases you with some talent and some good tape? Because there is good tape on Josh. You can, you can look at, especially in pass protection, there are plenty of reps where you can say, yep, that's it, he gets it, he's doing it. But man, at the most, un, most inopportune times and inexplicable moments, he, he completely loses technique, gets bowled over, sometimes even <laughs> oversets the wrong way when the line was sliding the other way. I mean, there are just so many parts where you can point to and go, wait, how is he so inconsistent this deep into his career? And I know he missed a many games his rookie year, but man, like I said, he's year three now. And I feel like, you know, listening to Steno talk the other day about everything's on the table, is that true? Because if it's true, it feels like there's an obvious fix here. You had Zach Tom running at center in pretty much a competition this summer, and you settled on Myers. I think, I suspect, because you liked Tom at right tackle way more than the idea of kicking Tom into center. Well, you have a viable alternative to Tom at tackle. 
in Yash Nyman, a guy who has played a lot of snaps for you at both left and right, started a ton of games for you, that allows you or should allow you to put Zach Tom in at center. And I understand they, for whatever reason, do not seem to trust Nyman at this point. But, man, I trust Nyman at tackle and what he brings and what I can count on way more than what I can count on with Josh Myers at center. So I do wonder if that's on the table because that seems like a real obvious fix, something that needs to get fixed. And who knows, maybe Elton comes back and plays left guard. Like I said on transplants, I'll be surprised if he's back this week. I think they'll wait past the bye week and then bring him back. But who knows? It's possible he's back on Monday night. Um, And I know I've seen some people suggest that maybe Elton could play center because he did play center in college. But I'd be surprised. I think they would – that would be a last resort. Um, I mean, I know he's done it. But it just feels like, you know, if you move Elton to center, well, then you're stuck – back with Newman at guard again, right? Or maybe Sean Ryan, which who knows what worlds of trouble that might open up. But it just feels like you can have, eventually, hopefully, Elton back at guard, move Tom to center, put Yash at right tackle, and away you go. And I'm not saying that's going to fix everything. I'm not going to say it's magically better. But, man, i got to think it's going to be at least a bit more consistent. And you, Matt LaFleur, as a play caller, know what you can count on. That's just me. I just again, I hate coming on here and like highlighting when guys aren't playing well or picking on guys. I'm really not trying to do that because, like I say, there's plenty you can point to with Josh's game and say, well, "Look, he's doing that really well." The problem is, is it's so inconsistent, and you can never count on it, and that's a problem. We'll see. We'll see what the Packers have to do and into Monday night. I mean, they've got a long week here. Got a lot of time to tinker. We'll see what they do. Hello to everybody in the comments. So good to see everybody. Before I get going to the comments, I want to give a shout-out to our good friends over at Firecracker Farm. You remember them. They were up in here last year. They're back. They want you to spice up your game with Firecracker Farm's amazing hot salt. Everything is better with hot salt. Now, I hear what you're asking. What is Firecracker Farm? What is this hot salt? Well, it's sea salt infused with ghost, reaper, and scorpion pepper. It's great for grilling dips in cocktails, you name it. Who makes it? It's a family brand made by hand in small batches, not in a factory. The guy that makes it is cool and a friend of Cheesehead TV. He and his wife and kids grow the peppers on their farm and make the hot salt right there. And right now, Firecracker Farm is offering a 20% discount for Cheesehead TV viewers and listeners for a limited time on your first order. So go ahead, go to firecracker.farm now. Place your order and get ready to spice up your game. Don't forget to use CHTV at checkout for 20% off. That's firecracker.farm, promo code CHTV for 20% off. Do it, people. You know you want to. Hello to everybody. How y'all doing? People streaming in. Streaming in. They got stuff to say. They got things to get off their chest. Jim starting us off. What's up, Jim? Could we send David Bakhtiari to Lourdes? <laughs> I love that I give this, like, somewhat elongated passionate, like really kind of, I would say, well-considered, at least for the internet, uh, description of what Packers should do along the offensive line so they're not run over repeatedly like we saw last Thursday night. And Jim gets in here and just kicks us off with sending Bakhtiari to Lourdes. God bless you guys. I love you. Steven, thanks for the super chat, man. 
What's the tape showing with Devontae Wyatt? Man, after week one, I feel like he has been pretty quiet. We needed badly to pop in year two. Yeah, Steven, I, it's been disappointing. There's no two ways about it. He's not as dominant as you had hoped or thought he might be coming out the gate. I still think there's uh, a lot of upside and a lot of growth there. And, you know, four games in is way too early to say, oh, he's never going to do it or he's a complete failure or a bust or whatever. But, yeah, they need more from him. They absolutely need more. Now, what is it? I mean, they're, you know, it's never just one thing, but he needs to be able to get off some of these uh, one-on-one opportunities a lot better. Uh, you saw it, and here's the other thing. You saw it at the end of last year. I mean, he certainly flashed in the month of December. Um, haven't seen quite the same production and or explosiveness so far when he's been given those opportunities. I suspect that will come, but yes, they need more from him, Stephen, no doubt. Michael, thanks for the Super Chat, man. Went to Detroit game to celebrate my dad's retirement from 40 years of teaching. Hey, Michael, my dad taught for 40 years. Salut, man. Anybody who does that for a living is a fucking superhero in my book. Awesome, dude. Bought a six-pack of Carry the G, and it survived the plane ride to Montana, winning. <laughs> I'm surprised it made the trip. I've heard from more than a few people that they have bought it with the intention of bringing it home, only to have it not be available when they arrive. So that's great, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm happy on both counts. Dude, that's so great that you went there with your dad. That's so awesome. Congratulations to him, Michael. That is awesome. Dustin, thanks for the Super Chat. Three-man line, please. Remarks complete. Look, I understand, Dustin. I get it. But, you know, just putting out a three-man line doesn't solve anything. I mean, you got to be able to work at all three levels. And, yes, three-man lines, certainly. against the Raiders especially, who do like to run a bunch of power concepts and do like to run between the tackles at times. Yeah, I, I could see a, maybe a bit of an uptick. But you need to work in concert. You need those outside backers working as well. Some of that five-man front stuff that they like to run. Um, those safeties got to be coming up and hitting, and the corners got to be invested in stopping the run. You know, it's real easy if you've got a three-man line. Okay, you saw this in Atlanta. Joe was getting gassed with his two-man line, and he actually did put, you know, a third dude down with his hand in the dirt or the turf in Atlanta. And Atlanta went, okay, and they ran outside. You got to have your corners invested. You got to have your outside backers invested in setting an edge. You know, it's never, it's not simple. Like, I know I get on here and I bitch about Joe Barry and I get frustrated with the passive approach on defense, but it ain't just Joe. Like, his players got to do it too. And putting a third lineman is all well and good, but if, A, that lineman's getting overrun, or, B, they go outside and the backer's giving up contain, and, C, the corner has zero interest in playing the run, well, you add that all up and it's probably like an 8, 9, 10-yard game. It's everybody, man. It ain't just Joe. I mean, it's mostly Joe, but it ain't just Joe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Tommy, thanks for the Super Chat, man. 
it'll be weird for me if Jair shit talks Tay the way he does other wide receivers. It's going to feel like when Walter White kills Mike. <laughs> Tommy, that's great. Oh, Tommy, I, I would get ready for it. Um, I'm guessing by your super chat here that you – I'm guessing you were never at Ray Nitschke Field in the summer back in the days when we saw Jair and Devontae go after it. Now, those times were few and far between. We didn't get a ton of it. Man, it was fun. It was fun. And Jair, he talked that talk. He talked to Devontae all day long. I don't think – that's going to change, especially if they're on, you know, opposite sidelines. Now I think that talk, if anything, is going to increase. So, yeah, uh, I think it's going to happen. and it's, I, That's why I need I need Jair to be healthy for this game. I need him out there. I need this matchup. Like, I need air to breathe. Got to have it. Dustin, again, what's up, man? With his speed and need, could Stokes play safety? I don't really see him as a safety. You need somebody with much more physicality. Bigger frame, too. I mean, flying in and sticking your nose in there against a the run, especially. And I'm not saying Stokes can't be physical. We've seen him do it. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't see, see a skill set that translates to safety. Uh, Rob, thanks for Super Chat. Would Wick's development allow Watson trade for JT? <sighs> to quote the late, great Ted Thompson, this is not fantasy football. Man, Watson is a blue-chip player whose ceiling has not even been scratched yet. You don't just trade them away, especially for a running back with wear and tear on his tires. No. No. Aaron, thanks for Super Chat. With my birthday next month, what jersey should I get? Woodson, Love, White, or Star? I have Rodgers and Favre. It feels like you should get Star. You've got Rodgers and Favre, but you don't have the best quarterback. This is a pretty easy decision there. But that's just me. That's just something I'm into. But, uh, yeah, you got to get star, man. Irving, thanks for the super chat, man. Is M. Jordan on the practice squad not a better option than Royce Newman? Excellent question. Michael Jordan has played, has started, I believe, for the Bengals and Panthers, uh, if I remember right. Sorry, I don't have the, uh, you know, career history of every practice squad member memorized. But, yes, Michael Jordan, who they picked up off, uh, the street couple, or was it off waivers, I believe, uh, a couple weeks ago. He started games at least. Now, it's easy to say he's got to be better than Royce Newman, but who knows, man? There's a reason he's available, right? We'll see. I mean, maybe at some point they elevate him, but I got to think Sean Ryan gets a run first before they turn him practice squad Jordan. But crazier shit has happened, man. We'll see. Ryback, thanks for the super chat, or super sticker, I should say. There's no uh, comment attached, but I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Tyler, what's up, man? Nixon has to step up. Very underwhelming so far, both on defense and we-fence. Look, I'm never going to really kill him for the taking it out of the end zone stuff. It is frustrating, and I probably you know, would agree with those who say it's time to dial it back. Um, but... You know, I like the mentality. I mean, somebody wants to make a play. Damn it. At least, you know. On defense, it gets a little trickier because I like his physicality. I do like what he brings against the run. What we're talking right here and like about the run defense woes and the physical woes and the play style woes. I like what he brings in that regard. But to your point, yeah, the, the coverage has been sp- <sighs> spotty, uh, up and down. 
and say that. Because there's plenty of players you can point to and say, yeah, he's doing a good job. But there's certainly others where he's out of position or taken advantage of or his eyes are in the backfield, et cetera, on the quarterback rather than on his dude. And, yeah, that, it's just, again, a little bit more inconsistent than you'd probably like. But what, where are your options here? That's the other problem. You know, it's not like they ran. They did a little bit of Carrington Valentine in the slot at the end of training camp in preseason. So maybe they take a look there. Um, and I know Stokes is coming back and everyone's wondering about playtime and who's going to play where. And I'm not kicking – if I'm the Packers, I'm not kicking Rasul back into the slot. That didn't look good at all last year. Maybe you start utilizing Jair inside a little bit more on obvious passing downs. I like that idea. And then you have, you know, Stokes and Rasul on the outside. Maybe we get um, Nixon back in and dime opportunities. But, you know, there's there's ways they could mix and match here. But, yeah, Nixon, I, again, I like his physicality. I like his – he's a willing tackler, which, God, on this defense, welcome. Um, but, yeah, I'd agree. And look, Andy Herman and I talked about this all summer. We talked about it, I think, on the last Let's Talk Football before I – flew back to New York like his camp was kind of that's what you saw you saw a guy who was really physical but really up and down coverage wise Mr. Englewood thanks for super chat man can pack Bears relation heal as fast as Aaron Rodgers ACL <laughs> why do we need to hear heal relationship with the Bears no they still suck There's no, no need for that uh, Dustin thanks again man I think Coach Klein would be better than Joe Barry. Coach Klein? Coach Klein, you say? Well, maybe. <laughs> Omar. Nixon needs to go. Use Stokes on D. Well, you see, here's the problem. They don't play the same position. I understand they're both cornerbacks, but one plays inside in the slot. One plays outside. And you don't want Stokes anywhere near the slot position. Trust me. Uh, see, Jason... Jason breaking it down over here on Facebook. The Packers O-line needs to protect Jordan Love better. See? Jason knows what's up. Jason's got it all figured out. I'm not even I'm not even like I'm not even making fun. I'm like that's exactly. Yes. 1000% yes. Correct. Need to protect Jordan Love better. Uh. Daniel says, "I think gap discipline is a big issue for our run defense." You know, I got to admit, I haven't done a real deep dive into that kind of thing, uh, but it feels correct. I've certainly watched the All-22, but I haven't tracked, like, how many times someone appears to be out of their gap because, you know, we don't know what the calls are. We can guess what coverages are, like the shell of, like, a cover three or too high, too man, or maybe, like, oh, look, that's probably Tampa 2. But when it comes to run fits, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a little out of my depth, so... But I do feel like, yeah, like that's there's a good deal. There's a good chance that that's true. Justin, thanks for the super chat, man. I saw O'Connell play in person last year when Purdue came to Madison to play Wisconsin. He threw three picks and sucked. Come on, Barry, don't do this to us. Well, we don't know if he's going to play yet, do we? I mean, Garoppolo could still be the starter um, by the time Monday night rolls around. But hey, man, Joe Barry can make anyone look great. Just ask Ritter in Atlanta. Dustin, thanks again, man. I trust the science. You got to lose two to go fifteen and two. <laughs> I like your optimism, John Simitovich. Thanks for the super chat. Burns last start with Milwaukee. He can come to the Cubs. 
John, why why you got to be so mean? Why got look? I'm wearing my Brewers hat. I, it's it's do or die tonight. Like got to carry the B. I don't need you coming in here and talking about Corbin Burns' last start with Milwaukee, which last night probably was if they can't advance. So just relax, all right. Just let me just live in this moment where I got a do or die game tonight. I don't need to know. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are the Cubs going to be watching the game? That's right, on the sofa with you. <laughs> we played at least two more games than the Cubs this year. That's all that fucking matters. There you go. <laughs> right back. Uh, Newman sucks. Go to China and get some sumos. <laughs> sumo wrestlers. Every It feels like every six months someone makes a suggestion of, hey, man, just get a bunch of sumo wrestlers and put them out there. I think that's been going on since, like, the 70s. I can't wait till someone takes somebody up on that. Rob, thanks for the super chat. Let's be thankful Goot didn't waste two on Claypool. Here's the thing. I, I, th- I'm glad you brought this up, Rob, because I maintain, I said this on Twitter and I'll say it here, I maintain that if they had ended up with Chase Claypool in Green Bay last season, Claypool would have been very different and better utilized and much more productive and undoubtedly much happier than all the nonsense you've seen in Chicago. I'm not denying that he feels like he's trending towards a total toach coach killer type player, right? But I got to think with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball, there's probably a much different outcome in that offense than whatever Getsy and Fields are cooking up in Chicago, right? So, I, you know, if they ended up with him and used the second-round pick to get him, et cetera, I still I feel like that probably would have been a better investment than it's been in Chicago. That's just guesswork on my part. So what if? We'll never know, but that's my guess. Dustin, thanks for the super chat. Where is BJ Raji? A question that will haunt mankind for the rest of our days. Bryson, thanks again for the super chat. I never thought I would say this, but if Dom Capers would have had Joe Barry's talent, he would still be in Green Bay. That's a bold proclamation right there. I mean, I think we're probably looking back through the eyes of all the injuries and Ladarius Gunter in the NFC Championship game. You know, look – Dom had talent. It's just some of it got hurt, you know. And Brian's philosophy when injuries strike is a little different. You know, there's no way, I don't think, there's any way that Ted goes out and signs Rasul Douglas. I think he probably just promotes whoever's on the practice squad. That was Ted's M.O., right? So there's a little difference there, you know. But I hear you. I mean, there is a lot of talent on the defense, seemingly, that doesn't always seem to be in position to win and that's uh it's not great all right everybody i gotta get going i can't thank you enough for hanging out talking packers each and every day monday through friday right here on the cheesehead tv social channels patreon members care the g club members do not forget top of the hour we got happy hour our uh, weekly happy hour where anything can happen <laughs> lord knows it usually does um really looking forward to it i'll see you at six eastern Uh, For everyone else, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.